You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, Andre! Don't tell me! Everybody and welcome to Fastlane, the only pay-per-view that happens before WrestleMania. I am your host on this week's episode, this special pay-per-view episode of Fastlane of Hit the Books, the proper podcast title. I am your host, Ryan Knightsey, and as always is the other host, Mikey Man Freddy. Mikey, welcome to the lane that is Fast Lane. The lane that is Fast Lane. We yes, are on dude. The, the, we are on the final stretch to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is pedal to the metal time, baby. Gun it and get to WrestleMania. Let's do this. Yes, let's go full hog, full steam ahead, full hog, full gas pedal. Pedal, pedal is down on the on the floor. The nitrous has been pressed. Mm-hmm. We are going fast. Vin Diesel, time to Tokyo Drift our way into WrestleMania. Vin Diesel's in the passenger seat. He's smiling at us, but not, but just not family for not, some reason. <laughs> he's a he's a big family guy. He likes having a full family. He's a little bit of cringy as well on the internet. But that's something. That's a different story. But that's hey, guess what? Vin Diesel's here. He's ready. He's willing. He's Gable. That's, the the pacifier was Vin Diesel's best work. I'll have you know it was nope. That's just kidding. I was gonna say the two fairy, and that is the but Rock. that was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, uh, the pacifier. Uh, wasn't that the movie where like the nursery rhyme was? This is a big spoiler for the pacifier, I guess. The nursery rhyme was like the secret code to like some sort the of Peter thing. Panda dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he had to u- do the dance as the code to lock the unlock the thing or but save all the, the tra- world to get around all the traps. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. It's what the pacifier. What a d- dumb movie. <laughs> it was so it was so fun. It was like it's so bad but it's so fun. It's so funny to watch. I'll be honest that movie wasn't fast nor furious enough for me. Are you kidding? Have you seen those driving scenes? <laughs> In the minivan, those I guess get pretty fast. I guess that's there, was a, fair. there was a there was a police chase in that movie. Uh, I guess I haven't seen Pacifier in quite a while. Then, Mikey, would you be upset to know that I've never seen a single Fast and Furious movie? No, because they're fair. <laughs> it's like it's like they've strayed so far from what like the original Fast and Furious movies were, and it's just so wild. I haven't even seen the original like, ones. I don't even know what to compare that to. The original one is just like, oh yeah, we you know we're outlaws who like street racing, and we try to like and like that's it. Like they just they're just like on they're like hanging out late at night, doing street races with their cool cars. Uh, I don't really know anything else story wise about it, but like it's like yeah, you know we're just street racers, but we have feelings too. Mm-hmm. And then and then all of a sudden it's like they're they they became like a series where it's like every movie has a super villain for some reason. <laughs> Of course, of course. Now, I... Uh, and they're driving cars, like, out of buildings. And driving out of... Ronda Rousey's in there for some reason. Uh, exactly. Join the Rock Johnson does a rock bottom. It, it, I would argue it just becomes wrestling. You know, not to bring up these wrestlers themselves, but it just becomes, like, the spectacle of these big fights. 
Next thing you know, they're going to be having a title. They're going to be having a twenty four seven title match of the next Fast and Furious movie. Of course, on set at the very least, our truth is going to visit his boy, The Rock, on set, and they're going to trade the titles or something. And, and The Rock is going to win the title, and he's going to have it on for a scene in the movie. I I can't believe WWE has never done the idea of putting the title on like a huge, like actual big wrestling star. Just be like, <laughs> yeah, hey, right. The Rock is the twenty four seven champion. Uh, Imagine that he carries it to every film set he goes to. Oh my god! How Boom, immediate great. publicity. Oh my god! How is that not a good idea? Uh, I don't even know. Um, if- I mean, I mean, they gave it to Bad Bunny, and he went on what Jimmy Kimmel with it, or or that's a no. He went on one of those. He, uh, he went on one of those shows with it, and he was like, he he like did his performance with the belt on. Yeah, Saturday Night Live. Uh, yeah. Um, has there has there ever been an entire series of movies that you've just never seen, even though like people love it or it's like critically acclaimed? Lord of the Rings. Interesting. I interesting. Okay. I I in college, uh, my roommate Brooks and I, we you know Brooks. Uh, I don't know why I'm setting him up for you. Uh, Brooks and I, uh, we both did not see Lord of the Rings, and so one day in college we both we went to like that sort of like ratcliffe community center area where like everyone you know you can just hang out there for however long so we, i feel like i remember popping in on this for like a little bit i think you might have <laughs> but we sat down and watched all three lord of the rings proper trilogy movies back to back to back not extended edition many people told us to do the extended edition and i told them this is the first time i'm ever going to see the lord of the rings trilogy I'm not going to sit down for an extra four hours after, you know, for all of this extended nonsense. So we just watched the original stuff. It took us all day. Uh, and yeah, so yeah, I, 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 yeah, I've seen all Lord of the Rings, but no, yeah. Uh, why is it just like, what, what about Lord of the Rings? Is, just, is it like something stopping you from watching it? Or is it just like, you know, uh, you're just, you just don't have the time. It just never came. It just like never came across like my, I like never interacted with like the books or any like like I I was around like obviously I was around when the movies were coming out but like I don't know nothing there was just nothing ever about them that like was interesting to me so I just never actually went and watched them you know no I get uh, you like no one in my family was like a big Lord of the Rings fan or read the books when they were or read the books or anything like that so it was like there was no point where in my life there was like somebody actively being like. Oh my god, Lord of the Rings movies, we should go watch those. So I just never did. Yeah. The same I, thing with Harry Potter. Like I saw like the first couple. Yeah, I have the distinct honor of having a girlfriend that uh is hugely in love with the Lord of the Rings franchise. So Fair. when I told her I was doing that at college, uh I was berated. She was one of the people berating me on ma- making sure I watch the extended edition. Um <laughs> Have yeah. you watched the extended edition? Too? No, of course not. And I have no interest in watching the extended edition. It's going to be a... It, you know why it's extended? Because it was too long of a movie, so they cut it out. So I don't have the time to do all this that, stuff. That, that's like a good, like... That's like a good, like, birthday present for, like... For, like, Jesse's birthday one one year. Like, just have all the extended di- editions ready yes. to go. That's our day. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Uh yeah, no. I don't have time to watch a 4-hour movie. I have all these 10-hour TV shows to watch. Uh <laughs> so I don't have the time for all this. Um okay. I've never seen a like I said, I've never seen a single Fast and Furious movie. I've never seen a single James Bond movie. Uh, I haven't either. I've been try I've been like that's that's been something I have been a little bit interested in though. 
because there's a whole podcast where they were going through all the James Bond movies leading up to the newest one, but then COVID hit and the newest one hasn't come, but has it come out yet? I don't know. No, it has not. Yeah, so it was supposed to like like they were they were doing this podcast and they were watching every like every episode was like a new James Bond movie and the last episode was going to be right like like I think the the like right before the new release and then they were going to do an episode on the new release to like finish it out. Mm-hmm. But then you know again it didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> but they did they did all the rest all the rest of the movies. I'm trying to think of the series that would make you upset that I have not seen. It's called From Rewatch with Love, I think the podcast is. Very nice. For shout out, of course. I'm trying to think yeah. of the the TV or the movie franchise that I've not seen any of that would make you or I upset. Um, just going through my knowledge, I've not seen a single Godzilla movie. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of franchises I've, I've seen... never seen. I've seen a lot of like dumb movies that like. So I have this book. I'm going to show it to you, but uh, people at home can look it up. I have this book here, Mikey. It's called, it's this big. Oh, I just knocked over my entire bookshelf. It's this big. You can see it in the camera. It's called A Thousand and One Movies You Must See Before You Die. And all of, and all of, you can see in the camera as well. I have a bunch, I have a sticky note for every movie (laughs) I've seen on this list. Do you remember not a video podcast or else? I mean, you should like post a picture of your, all these sticky notes on Twitter or something, because that's crazy. It's it's basically just like I said a butt ton of movies from you know basically the beginning of movies <laughs> Fair. right from 1902 a trip to the moon all the way I mean the till when... we watched, we had to watch that in film school uh yeah uh no I didn't watch a trip to the moon in film school I watched the colorized version on Netflix um I think I, th- I thought we I thought I I'm pretty sure I watched a trip to the moon for a class might have watched it in another class. But it go, this book is published in 2013, so this goes all the way up to 2012. But I have it written out up until 2018. So, mm-hmm. if, like, I can just what what name a year, and I can tell you all the movies that are I that are important to watch from that year. 2006. 2006. That's easy. I'm already at the back of the book. I'm just gonna flip past, flip past here. Skyfall is in here. Speaking of. Speaking of, speaking of James uh, Bond movies. Speaking of James Bond. Um, the movies from 2006 that you should watch here are uh, Little Miss Sunshine, have not seen. Uh, mm. Pan's Labyrinth, have not seen. A, uh, is this, what is this? Uh, a German film, Das Leben der Anderen, Anderen, A-N-D-E-R-E-N. Okay. The Departed. By Martin Scorsese, okay. uh, and that's it. That's all the movies that are important. Two thousand six. Uh, Everything else is crap. <laughs> one more, one more year. Nineteen ninety six. Go. Ah, the year I was born. Same here. Uh, the nineteen ninety. And if Space Jam isn't on this list, I'm going to be upset. Is that when Space Jam came out? Did you Google Space so. Jam when it came out? Uh, let's see. Nineteen ninety six. Nineteen yes. Nineteen ninety six was Space Jam. A lot of movies in nineteen ninety four. Apparently, that was a good year for Speaking movies. Speaking of Space Jam sequel coming out soon, Space Jam: New Legacy with LeBron. LeBron James. I'm, I'm definitely watching that movie. Oh, absolutely. Okay, here we go. Nineteen ninety six. We got Train Spotting. You McGregor okay. doing drugs. Fargo. <laughs> I have seen Fargo. Um. I thought that was a TV series. I didn't know it was a movie as well. It was a movie first and then a TV series. Gotcha. Um, we got a, uh, I believe this is an Iranian film, uh, G-A-B-B-E-H, Gabe. 
Uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, uh, three Lives and Only One Death, which is a French film. Uh, an Australian movie called Shine. It stars Jeffrey Rush. So there we go. From Pirates of the Caribbean, Barbosa. Um, All right, uh, fat, we're, we're postponing fast lane until next week. We're just going to go through Ryan's book this episode. Okay, everyone. I'll, I'll finish up. Scream. Haven't seen Scream. I've seen the beginning no, of Scream. I, I'm not. I'm not rushing you. I'm enjoying this. I, I'm the one who suggested the 19. I'm the one who suggested <laughs> doing a second year instead of just leaving it at 2006. I guess that's fair. <laughs> uh, Secrets and Lies, which to be appears to be a French uh, and maybe English production. Uh, the English Patient. I've seen that movie. That movie is like three hours long. Um, and is a lot of boring stuff, just like the book. Lone Star, um, Breaking the Waves, Independence... A lot of 96 ones, huh? Uh Uh-huh, Independence Day, I've seen that movie. Ah, classic. uh, And that's it. (laughs) All right. Screw you, Space Jam, that movie's crap! The movie's garbage! Space Uh, Jam is not garbage, Space Jam is a masterpiece. But yes, I've seen a bunch of movies on this list. But again, I've not seen a lot of like pop culture movies apparently. Um, so yeah, I because guess that's pop bad. Cul- because most pop culture movies are just stupid cash grabs. Get dunked on. Get that's dunked my hot on. Take. Speaking of stupid cash grabs, let's talk about Fastlane, the first pay per view that's on the Peacock Network. That's a stupid yeah. cash grab right there, baby. Go get your go get your Peacock subscription because they can't stop saying uh, how much they have the office now. And make sure and I want to be this because it's not being like done through WWE. Uh, based on what I've read, there there's not going to transfer your network subscription to Peacock. So make sure you go and do that yourself, folks at home. Because if I, oh how do I? Because now I have to do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. I think it, you have to go to Peacock maybe or something. Uh, but I, what, based on what I've read is that you gotta, like, do it yourself, basically. Uh, the only thing I've ever heard about Peacock, because it's the only thing they ever advertise, and it's that we have The Office, and that's it. That's correct. And, and Friends, I believe. I believe that's on Peacock. Uh, how I'm do just, I do this? I looked up Let's Friends, see. not Peacock. Uh, it's a fine service. You know, NBC has some solid shows. People dunk on Peacock, but I think NBC has always had solid TV shows. Um, and of course they got movies and whatnot there. I mean, uh, Brave New World, is that a TV show? Is that based on the book? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Is this based on the book? I'm very interested in this. Oh, it is based on the book. Oh, interesting. I might check this out just to, for, <laughs> we're just, are we just looking at Peacock now? <laughs> is that what the show has become? Um, yeah, we got Parks and Rec on there. We got The Office, of course. You know you gotta have The Office on there. You got Premier League, you got Soccer. That's fun. Trolls, Trolls World Tour, Jumanji, The Today Show, SNL, Psych 2, saw that movie, Downton Abbey. Um, It looks like if you sign up with a WWE Network subscription, you get half off. Interesting. Of your Peacock subscription. Okay. Uh, Half off the Premium Plus or the Premium? Uh... Let me look. Like Get the, started. The nine ninety nine or the four ninety nine version. The nine ninety nine version. Okay, that makes sense because oh no, Peacock. It's Peacock Premium for. Says so again, you get four months for nine ninety nine. Oh dang, it's pretty four, good. Four months for nine ninety nine. Yeah, like nine each month is nine ninety nine, or as a no, it's four statement. four months. It's four months. Oh nine ninety nine, one flat payment, and then after that, it's five dollars a month. Oh damn. 
Oh, hot damn. Look at that jam. That's uh, pretty good. That's, that's, that's good. actually not that bad. That's really good. Um, well, there we go. Uh, well, let's talk about uh, Fastlane as Mikey looks about, looks into his freaking WWE Network subscription. Uh, I mean, I thought, I, I mean, we're a WWE podcast, so I thought I'd just put it out there for our older fans who are, who might be doing the same soon. No, that makes sense. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of people. I feel like, I feel bad for Peacock because they think they're going to get, I hope they don't think this, but they may be thinking that they're going to get like, you know, 1.5 million subscribers immediately to Peacock, but really it's going to be like half that at best. Maybe. No one's going to be able to know how to do it. Yeah. I mean, come on. Um, <laughs> I mean, let's, I don't know what percentage it would be, but let's just say a quarter of people who don't know how to do it, too lazy to do it, don't even like use the network anymore and just not paying attention to their banking information, you know, and, and seeing that they don't have, that they're getting charged monthly for this one thing that they never use. Um, you know, a lot of these dead accounts, if you will. Um, so they're not going to get that full. I mean, I'm sure they know that, but it's just like, yeah, okay. it looks like, it looks like the only thing is the, the discount you get when you sign up. If you have a WWE network account, you can get the, the discount. Well, that's not bad. I mean, that's still a, a discount overall. There's no like flat transfer, but it it helps. Yeah, that's fine. I guess that's that's doable. Yeah, I mean that that does also suck though because you got to do that halfway through March, and you already got presumably charged for the WWE Network at the beginning of March. Oh, you absolutely! I guarantee you, you did. And you're not going to get because you're not going <laughs> to get post rated for that. Uh, that you know, ex- offset money. It's just going to mm-hmm. cancel. And they take your money, and you're like, oh, hey, okay, see you, bye. <laughs> Yep. So you're gonna basically get charged twice, but it's not bad because you're getting that second charge is for four months of Peacock, where you can exactly the the ten the ten dollars is right off the top for four months, which is like again not not I don't think it's too bad. No, it's not too bad whatsoever. Um, okay, well let's get into it. If you're the first time listening here, uh, we don't just talk about uh move movies we haven't seen, movies we've have seen or the WWE Network transferring to Peacock. We here, every single week on Hit the Books, we book our own versions. Mikey and I book our own versions of both Raw and SmackDown. We've been doing it for over two years now, um, coming up on the third year. Um, So join us along. Subscribe for the whole adventure. Uh, We got all of our back catalog on countoutpod.com as well. You can look that up um, as well. But we're here doing our pay-per-view special that is Fastlane. Like we said, the pay-per-view right before WrestleMania. We got a full card in front of us, Mikey. So why not we read this full card out to you? This is in proper order, folks. So let's get to it. We'll start off, of course, with the dream match, the pre-show match. That is going to be the rivalry eternal, Elias versus King Corbin. Yeah. The the rivalry that literally never ends. Would you be surprised if I told you that this is the match I cannot decide a result for the most? That is very surprising. Uh, Every other like, one I had basically planned out and like I know who was going to win. But like I don't know about I don't know who I want. I don't know like what I guess if I knew <laughs> if I knew if I remembered the past their like all of their matches history. and what happened it would be better, but I literally have no idea. I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but the rest of the card is as follows. Match number one is Styles and Balor defending, or not, sorry, not defending, but challenging for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships against Morrison and Andrade. We got Candice LeRae versus Bailey, Seth Rollins versus Mastiff for the IC Championship in a last man standing match. Tony Storm and Piper Niven defending their Women's Tag Team Championships against the winners of the Women's Dusty Road Classic, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Keith Lee versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Sasha Banks versus Carmella for the SmackDown Women's Championship. 
Aleister Black versus Tommaso Ciampa for the United States Championship. Edge versus Randy Orton in an ambulance match where the winner will face Keith Lee for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. And then Sami Zayn defending his Universal Championship against Karrion Cross. What a alternate reality we have here, but if you've been sticking around, subscribe to the show and listen to everything, then you know how big some of these matches are. Mikey, yes. uh, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's get right into the card here. Uh, well, let's open up then first with the pre-show. Like you said, it's a tough pick for you, but here, let me give you some stats to really help you out. Uh, <laughs> we have stats on this match? Yeah, of course I got stats in this match. King Corbin ranked 60 in this entire WWE locker room. Uh, Elias ranked 73. Uh, so King Corbin is a little bit higher than Elias. That's good. Corbin, uh-huh. based on his winning percentage and his quality of wins, he's got a 56% chance of winning this match against Elias. So it's, it's, he's got the edge here. He's got the momentum, but does he got the win? It's all up to you, Mikey. Uh, King Corbin versus Elias. King Gorbin, uh, he's been doing a lot with Carmella as well. The Queen Carmella, uh, I can see a feud of against Charlotte Flair in the future. Uh, maybe King Corbin for, and, and Carmella versus Charlotte Flair and Andrade. Well, I still got Andrade. Uh, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, Mikey, uh, tell, talk to us. What's, what, what are your thoughts? What's going on in your head about this pre-show? The, the dream match that is the pre-show. Okay, so the dream match that is the dream match that is the pre-show. King Corbin versus Elias, the forever feud. Um, what's, what's going through my head is I just don't know. I mean, I'm like trying to think of like, oh, who's who's going to win? What implications is it going to have? But then I realized it's Elias and King Corbin. And it really <laughs> just doesn't matter. <laughs> At the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. And the only one who I'm really kind of using is King Corbin because he's paired up with Carmella right now. Yeah. So that I think that helped my decision a little bit because I want King Corbin to be a credible threat uh, now that he's he's like teaming up with Carmella. I want him to I want it to be like oh Carmelo's with Corbin. Yeah, he's got he's got some wins under his belt. You know he he mm-hmm. could be uh, instead of just being like oh why is she with Corbin? All he does is lose. Yeah. So King, so King Corbin's gonna win the pre show. There we go. Congrats congratulations to King Corbin. Does he have Carmella in his corner in this match? Does she helping him out? No, Carmelo's going to be getting ready for her match tonight. Okay, so King Corbin by himself. That's even more mm-hmm. impressive. Yes. So congratulations to King Corbin. Another notch in your belt in this forever feud. Can't wait for the next one, buddy. Can't wait for the next one when we uh, need need an extra match. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love this feud. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's move right along, Mikey, into the main show here. Uh, starting off with match number one. Like we said, SmackDown Tag Team Championships on the line. Morrison and Andrade, the champions, defending their titles against Styles and Balor. Uh, the phenomenal ones against... The um, phenomenal ones. And le- against... Uh, uh, hold on. I'm just going to come up with a name on the spot. I, can you talk about the match. Talk about the stuff. And uh, I'm going to uh, just do a little uh, translation here. So this this match has been going. We have Styles and Balor taking on Morrison and Andrade for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships in our first opening match, and this match has been building for a while. Uh, these two have been basically at each other's throats for weeks now, uh, since Elimination Chamber. Really, is when this this rivalry started kicking off because New Day was like, "You're next," you know, like they like they did, they did, they did like the the Simba to Styles and Balor. Um, <laughs> And gave him like a, a, a rub and wanted them to be the next people to challenge for the tag team championships. But Morrison and Andrade were like, that's dumb. We're the champions. We should have a say in who challenges us. 
So Styles and Balor went through the trials and tribulations. Uh, they had a gauntlet match last week in the go home show. I guess not last week on Friday. They had a gauntlet match to to secure their to secure their title match here at Fast Lane, and uh, yeah, so that's that's where this one's coming from. Thoughts about this name for Morrison Andrade: Los Musculosos, <laughs> the muscular <laughs> the muscular ones. This is actually kind of funny. Los Musculosos. Because <laughs> Morrison's got abs. I was trying to think of like what would be the, ad- the 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 adjective that would describe the team of Morrison Andrade. Is there something part like parkour tranquilo? You know, um, parkilo, parkilo. No, it's terrible. <laughs> parkilo. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> that's trancor. Trancor. Oh, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, they, always, they always call him the Prince of Parkour, right? Like, I don't know. The Shaman of Sexy. <laughs> um, the Prince. The, the Prince. What about the Princes? I like uh, the Princes. Los. That's not bad. Los Precios. I don't know if it's a hard C or a soft C. Los Precios. Los Precios. Oh, I, I did the prices. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give, we'll, we'll, we'll give. I think I make this joke every time, but we'll give Morrison like a, like a, like an underground fight pit gimmick, and it'll be Lucha Underground. It's changing into a female La Princesa. <laughs> would I it, not even not even gonna acknowledge that one? Huh? No, I, I think Fair. I think it's gonna be. I think it's like Los Prince Principe. I don't know. I, I'm, just, I'm moving on. Who's I like the this princes, goddamn, who, who, Who's winning this goddamn match? Anyway, winning this match, and the new SmackDown Tag Team Champion Styles and Balor. Oh, hot dang! Right, in, right on the Fastlane pay per view, starting off the show hot with a title change. Mm-hmm. I feeling this was coming. Yeah, uh, kicking us off with a title change. Uh, Styles and Balor getting the victory here. Uh, real quick peek behind the curtain. I planned on doing this at Mania, but uh, with with Andrade's uh, WWE em- employment being in flux, I'm not sure where, if I want to <laughs> if I want to wait that long. That's fair. I mean, part of the reason we don't know anymore is because we don't actually know when Andrade's contract is up. So mm-hmm. if he could be one, if he's going to have that, you know, that Pac Brody Lee uh, energy about him, which is we don't know when his uh, contract's going to be up. So he's just going to sit on the sidelines until it's up. Uh, mm-hmm. We'd have no idea when it's ending. So, you know, we could use him as long as we want. And then all of a sudden it's he's gone. I understand taking the tiles off of him. Uh, for that reason, yeah, just to just to be safe, hedge my bets. Yes, which is interesting because you got now you have to do a WrestleMania match, possibly still. You still got to build to something like that. I think yeah, you have yeah. Seeds. Now I'm gonna have to now Styles and Balor are gonna have to have uh, a worthy competitor. I think you have seeds for competitors. I think there's I think there are people that are in there. Obviously, Undisputed Era are interesting. I think New Day is an interesting bet. There's a couple people that are like have interactions with this. New team. Day is kind of the one I had my eye on the most. Yeah, because they were the fair. ones that were like, "It's your turn now," you know. Yeah, I think that's that's a fair for all, bet. for all those anime fans that give them like the All Might point to to them. Like, it's your turn now. Very nice. Uh, but congratulations to the phenomenal ones, the two sweet, uh, TWO sweet. Uh, the, the TWO is that something instead of the NWO? The TWO. TWO sweet, yeah. Oh man, uh, Styles and Balor, new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Yeah, yeah, right. Kick it, kick it off fast lane with a big with a big title change. That's what you got to do, folks. Well, let's get yeah. straight into the next match. It's going to be Candice LeRae versus Bailey. Uh, it's a Raw match here. If you've 
heard the sort of storyline here. Bailey's had had a little bit of a feud with Candice LeRae, but Bailey believes that she thinks Candice LeRae needs to move on from this nice girl gimmick and move into this sort of, uh, you know, uh, you cheating to win. Uh, it's no one's going to help you. You got to help yourself sort of mentality. Uh, and so Candice LeRae is out here to prove that she doesn't need to do that. She's smarter than Bailey. She can win the matches and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also Bailey's been tempting her to to cheat and calling her, her calling her name, calling her by her name, um, <laughs> uh, and to the dark side, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. But again, here we go: Cancel Ray versus Bailey. Lots of back and forth action. I think Cancel Ray versus Bailey is an underrated dream match. Um, yeah, for for me and for I think maybe others. Uh, during the match, the referee gets downed, Mikey. Oh no! Because Bailey brings in a kendo stick, something happens. The referee goes down. Bailey's down. Candice Array is there. Kendo stick at her feet. She gets the opportunity to do something to Bailey. Kendo stick in hand. She's gonna cheat to win. Well, let's see. She doesn't. She decides not to. Instead, what she does, Mikey. She I gets, like the idea of this being like how. Um... Don't spoil like, my finish. Like the John don't, Cena, you, Bray don't you, Wyatt Don't you spoil thing. my finish, sir. What? Don't you spoil my finish. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. no I want to hear your ideas because I don't think it's the same. I was going to say, I feel, I feel like this is like the, in the match, like during the match, it's like the kendo stick is at Larray's feet and like Bailey's doing the thing that Bray Wyatt, like Bray Wyatt did with John Cena where he's like, come on, hit me, do it. You know? Like, like he's like on his knees, arms spread wide. And he's like, hit me. Yeah. Bailey is doing that. Bailey is definitely doing that. But... Lorray instead, the referee's getting up, hits the kendo stick on the ground, uh, and does a back bump. Nice. Gu- Eddie, Eddie Guerrero style. Beautiful. And that tosses it to Bailey. Tosses it to Bailey. She's on the ground. Uh, referee turns around, see that Lorray's been hit, see that Bailey has the kendo stick. Eddie Guerrero finish. Calls for the bell. That's a DQ win for Candice LeRae. Big brain. <laughs> Big brain move here for for Candice LeRae. And showing Bailey that cheating doesn't always win. Uh, but also it kind of does. It also does. Yeah, it's a, it's a confusing metaphor here because cheating did win, but it was also cheating. I was like, well, it wasn't cheating. It was being smarter. I don't think, I don't think Candice LeRae's was cheating. But if somebody got hit with a kendo stick, that would be cheating. Yes. Candice yes. LeRae implied the fact that Bailey cheated, so she got disqualified. Yeah, maybe that's the thing. Ba- Bailey used that idea against. Sorry, Candice LeRae used that idea of cheating get helps you. So Bailey, known to cheat, gets mm-hmm. to uh, the, the referee calls the match and Bailey wins exactly. The match. Um, but this, of course, the upsets Bailey. Uh, Bailey uh, goes in the attack, beats down the referee, beats down LeRae, grabs a chair and whatnot. Someone's going to make the run in, Mikey, and it's going to be Ruby Riot and Peyton Royce run out. They're getting in between Candice LeRae and Bailey, ready to attack. And then, um, uh, I think, what was it? Uh, Bailey's got the chair. Candice LeRae has got the kendo stick. They're sort of defending. We got Peyton Royce and Ruby Riot in the corner, like, ready to fight uh, mm-hmm. Bailey. And then what happens next? LeRae turns and hits Ruby Riot with the kendo stick. Oh no! Bailey attacks Peyton Royce. Bailey and Larray stand together, stand tall at the end. Heel oh, turn, no. heel turn, Mother Trucker. What a heel turn from Candice Larray! Wow, yes. absolutely insane. Wow, they really played this one. They really played this one up too. Uh huh. Like 
Bailey's like, all right, Candace, I'm going to absolutely beat the crap out of you and and try out Riot and Peyton. And it's like, cool, works for me. Just completely annihilate me with that chair. And we're going to have a match where none of us get hit with any weapons. None of us gets hit with any finishers. It just... Until until the end where Bailey beats down Candace LeRae with a chair. Ah, well, yeah, yeah. she's light on it. Uh, or, or, you know, the tag match previously where Candice LeRae is never able to get in the ring. You know, they've been interesting. This is this has been this has been brewing. Uh, yes, this has been is brewing. What you're saying they've been they've been waiting for this moment. They've been secretly working together this whole time. Uh, that's the implication. Who knows if that's true? But that is some sort of that you can you can draw narratives there. Uh, but at the very least, we got a new formation of a heel turn here. Candice Ray is is going to be under Bailey's wing um, officially. I guess mm-hmm. you could say. And uh, he'll turn to us. Uh, we started the note, uh, started the show on a happy note with Styles and Balor winning the titles and following quick up with the heel turn from Cancel Ray. Very, very big opener to this fast lane pay per view. Oh, yeah. We start, I mean, of course, King Corbin Elias with the pre show. Of course, it was a big opener. <laughs> uh, let's yeah, go, exactly. Let's go into the next match, Mikey. Next match, we got Seth Rollins taking on Dave Mastiff for the Intercontinental Championship in a last man standing match. Oh, boy. Uh, this match has been building for a long, long time. I think ever since uh, they were both on Raw, because uh, Mastiff, Murphy, and Rollins were like the the, the tag team of like the the God and his disciples. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Mastiff Mastiff ended up breaking off from Seth Rollins, and so did Murphy. Uh, so Rollins has been trying to get back at Mastiff for being a uh, a traitor and a a, a bla- and being all being blasphemous, you know. Yeah. Uh, so. And Massive is trying to get Rollins out of his life. Exactly. So this this has been quite the feud. These two absolutely hate each other. Uh, so and Seth Rollins won the Intercontinental Championship in that triple threat match. Uh, this this feels Ma- this Massive feels felt, like the Mass- blow off. This feels like the blow off to the feud a little bit. It's not. You'll see why. Oh, interesting. <laughs> uh, so the the like I said, they lost. Uh, Mastiff lost in the triple threat match. He was pissed off that he he didn't get pinned, so he he challenged Seth Rollins one on one. Uh, and yeah, this this match happens. Uh, so we got a last man standing match. Things are brutal. We got Seth Rollins. I have I have two spots in mind, and one of them is Seth Rollins. Um, like like they get outside the ring. Seth Rollins stomps Mastiff on like on like a wooden pallet. Uh, and his head like goes through like one of the boards. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, cool. Then another spot I have is Mastiff doing a cannonball through the LED, uh, like the board in front, like yes. where they have all the lights and stuff. Yes, yes, yes. The entrances. So that that's another one. Um, but the finishing spot is going to be uh, Dave Mastiff is going to be on the like down in the ring. And Seth Rollins is going to grab a pair of handcuffs, and he's going to handcuff Dave Mastiff's ankle to the ropes, uh-huh. so he can't get up. And uh, the ref counts to ten, and Seth Rollins ends up winning this match in like the coward's way out. Yes, there we go. A lot of a lot of bad bad news happening at this top of the card here. Yeah. Oh my God! There we go. And I assume he retains the title. Yes, he retains his his Intercontinental Championship. It's not in the the most not in the most kosher way though. Uh. You know, a little bit, a little, a little bit. The, the, this match didn't didn't end like we thought it, it should have with these two hating each other. No, it did not. Uh, God dang, Mastiff, you'll get it next time, buddy. But but jeez, jeezums, peasums. Uh, Seth Rollins, he'll hey, there. Hey, who knows? He might get another chance on the grandest stage of them all. 
That would make sense. <laughs> Unless he doesn't. Unless it's like Kevin Owens somehow replaces him. Uh, or if you still had Murphy on your roster, would it would it, would this been have would the WrestleMania match been a triple threat? Maybe that'd be great. I don't know. I don't know. It's like it's like I would, I wouldn't know because because Murphy wasn't really in this like like he was like he was part of like the whole stable, but he wasn't really in the IC title build at all. You know, like we had like we had Mastiff taking on Owens, then Seth Rollins came in. You know, it was like if Murphy just randomly like inserted himself, I feel like it would have been weird. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I mean, he has connections to it with these guys, but, you know. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I guess uh, not only say congratulations to Seth Rollins, because screw that guy. Uh, he cheated to uh, to win over Again, Seth not Rollins. cheating. It's a last-hand standing match. Mm, uh, okay. It was uh, a coward's way out, for sure. But At least he didn't do the finish where you hand- handcuff Mastiff, and then he tries to get out, but then the referee has to stop counting the 10 count <laughs> because the- he can't get out of the handcuffs. Yeah, no, this this time, instead of instead of like doing it on his wrist so he can like get to his feet, he literally just handcuffs his foot to the ropes. Beautiful, beautiful. I love to see it. You, um, need, you need an extra big pair of handcuffs, though, because sure say- Mastiff's <laughs> legs are like tree trunks. I was about to say, I was like, wait, hold on, how did he <laughs> do that? Uh, it's like some old school ball and chain sort of thing, or it's like a gauntlet of a lock. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Uh, well, there we go. Uh, that's the IC title match. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm interested to see where the plans are for WrestleMania. You know, we, on these pay-per-view shows, we sort of reveal the curtains a little bit. It's like you said, so, this was supposed to be a triple threat with Owens. Here's, here's the, here's the skinny. This was supposed to be, the, the match tonight was supposed to be the triple threat match with Owens. Uh, and WrestleMania, I wanted it to be Rollins Mastiff. Yeah. So I'm trying to set up Rollins Mastiff. That's why I had Rollins win in like a cheap way. Yeah. So Mastiff has a, a reason to come back at Rollins and be like, I want a rematch at WrestleMania, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then and then I want these two to kill each other. <laughs> makes sense. No, that makes sense. I think that makes sense. All right, well then, beautiful. Uh, let's go off into the next match: women's tag team championship match. Tony Storm and Piper Niven defending their titles against the team of Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Like we said, the winners of the women's Dusty Road Classic going against the champions at Fastlane on Peacock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this match, this match has been building since Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez won the uh, women's Dusty Classic. Uh, got got the title shot here at Fastlane. These two teams have been feuding. They've been in matches together. Um, you know, just a just a quick quick build here. Yeah. Uh, and in this one, finally, a little bit of good news: Tony Storm and Piper Niven retain their titles. <sighs> Dang. Okay. Yeah. No, it makes sense. I thought that they could have East, maybe Dakota Kai. And, I could I could have thought maybe you would have put the titles on Dakota Kai and Raquel hey, Gonzalez. That's, that, that's 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 again that's that's what I wanted, right? Like yeah. like the 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 un- unsureness of who's gonna win. Yeah, I I have feeling that maybe they win the titles and then we don't have to worry about that anymore. But I like that you kept it on Tony Storm Piper Niven. I know you and I have something planned for WrestleMania that well, I guess we'll mm-hmm. talk about next episode. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I I I, I like to you know keep the titles on Tony Storm and Piper Niven. They've you they are been your company's favorites, so uh, why not retain those titles? Hmm. Exactly. When you got two right, stars, what do we got next? when you got two stars that you don't know entirely what to do with, put them in a tag team and have them win the titles. And it works. Sometimes it just works. Yeah. No. I feel like I feel like Tony Storm and Piper Niven is one of those teams that's like, yeah, that makes sense. You yeah, know, it does. No, it does. Um, like you said, let's go into the next match: Keith Lee versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. We talked about this last 
uh, episode, Mikey. Uh, this is just a match that I think would just be great on paper. Two big guys, two meat, two meaty men slapping meat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, yeah, two, two big, two big meaty boys slapping, slapping their meat together. Slapping meat. Uh, WWE Championship on the WWE Championship on the line. Keith Lee, Drew McIntyre, of course, Keith Lee, the champion. Um, you know, Mike McIntyre's bringing the fight. He said he's go- going to do what he set out to do, which is to bring the fight. He's he's has that sort of a. If anything, McIntyre is playing the heel in the match. He's not, you know, he's not the. He's probably not going to get many boos or anything, mm-hmm. but he's certainly playing that sort of heel here, just because mm-hmm. he's being overly aggressive with Keith Lee. Um, that is sort of the situation there. Um, okay. During the match, however, while the referee isn't looking, while the referee is checking on Keith Lee, Roman Reigns comes out into the ring and spears McIntyre. Oh no! Oh yes. Um, Keith Lee gets up, sees Roman running away, and gets mad at Roman. But he helps McIntyre to his feet. Keith Lee is thinking here. You know, Keith Lee has the opportunity to maybe pin and retain his title, but Keith Lee is a better man than that. He respects McIntyre too much. Uh, he wants this to be a fair fight, so he helps McIntyre to his feet. McIntyre headbutts him in a kiss of Glasgow because McIntyre is like, "Hey, guess what? This is still a fight. Championship yeah. still on the line." Head uh, headbutts Keith Lee. Keith Lee takes it. Enziguri backflips, hits the Enziguri, uh, then picks up McIntyre for the spirit bomb, lands it. The ring rumbles. One, two, three. Keith Lee retains his WWE championship. All right. Huge match here. I love it. Lots of Roman Reigns interfering. Uh, Keith Lee still picking up the victory, retaining that WWE Championship. I can't wait to see. Oh wait, I was like, I can't wait to see who faces at WrestleMania. But we all know it's Edge. Uh, what are you talking about? We got Edge versus Randy Orton, where the winner is going to face Keith Lee at WWE Championship WrestleMania. Yes, you're correct. Right, we don't we don't know who it's going to be. Could be either. Could be either. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? But yeah, no. Uh, a lot of stuff here. Keith Lee. I wanted to give a huge. Uh, you know, I wanted to do this. I was in my head. I was sort of thinking of like, what's the match that would be good to show on to new fans on Peacock? Keith Lee, Drew McIntyre, two guys you can sort of be behind in different ways. Roman, you can be like, oh, I hate that guy. Maybe, and that builds to a story. Maybe I'm doing the story at WrestleMania. And then Keith mm-hmm. Lee, you know, you like, and, and he still gets the respectful win and all this sort of stuff. He still looks good. Doesn't look like too much of a fool because he still is able to get the win. Mm-hmm. Okay, a lot, I like of, it. a lot of different things at play here, but I was trying to yeah. do all these things. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, but there we go. Uh, Keith Lee retains his WWE Championship, heading off to WrestleMania to face either Edge or Randy Orton. We will find out more about that later tonight. But right now, we're going to the next match, match number six, uh, Sasha Banks versus Carmella for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Yep, this one's been building for a bit when it was revealed that uh, Carmella and Corbin and Sonya Deville were the ones who attacked Sasha Banks backstage. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one day, Carmella getting a title match out of it because Sasha Banks wants a little bit of revenge here. Yeah, so these two have kind of kind of just been feuding for a bit. And in this one, Sasha Banks does get her revenge when she retains her SmackDown Women's Championship. Yeah, no, makes sense. Makes sense. Uh you know, I I didn't necessarily think Carmella was going to eat this one out. Would have been highly surprised about it. Sasha Banks. There's one, there's one point where Corbin gets kicked out from ringside. Ooh, very nice. See ya, Corbin. You're yeah. out of here. Um, You're out of here. Yeah. But I like I like, like the, the idea of Sasha Banks retaining here. I think it makes sense. Yeah. 
That's that's that. Carmela's sort of like the mini boss right before Sony Deville here. Exactly. So we're we're we're, we're getting we're getting guessed up for Sony Deville, Sasha Banks at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Okay, there we go. I guess I guess that's that. Um, the fo- yeah, like you said, the focus is on uh, the Sony Deville stuff. So it's sort of like mm-hmm. oh, okay. Uh, moving right along, got the next match, which is going to be for the United States Championship. Tommaso Ciampa re- defending his title uh, against Aleister Black. Tommaso Ciampa coming out with the rest of One Nation, Apollo Cruz and uh, Akira Tozawa. Aleister Black, uh, just like last week, is coming out with uh, his newfound teammates here. I'm not going to say buddies. I'm going to definitely say teammates here. Uh, Ricochet and Murphy to sort of make sure the odds stay even. Um, Understandable. Uh, and of course, however, you know, Cruz and Tozawa definitely try to get involved. Ricochet and Murphy do the best to uh, stop the, the stuff. Uh, Alistair Black hits the, what is it, the Fade to Black? Yes, he hits the... Black the, Mass. Hits the, I ne- What's the Fade to Black? Is that a move he does? Every time no, I just, think no, it's no, that. No, he, he just says he's going to make people Fade to Black. I'm looking it up. He's more than, he, he's got to have a move. His kick, his kick is the Black Mass. <laughs> I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Black Mass. No. Okay. Dragon Suplex. That's something. He calls that Dark Ritual or something. Black Death. That's something. I can't. There's nothing here. Okay. Whatever. Anyways. Who gives a crap? I don't. Because literally all he he says he's going to make people fade to black when he fights them, you know? I guess that's fair. He hits the Black Mass. Aleister Black, though, is going to be a little bit of a spirit of vengeance here. He's going for that second Black Mass. Tommaso Ciampa ducks. Hits him in the tummy. Uh, puts him onto the fairy tale ending, hits it one, two, three. Tommaso Ciampa retains. I like the idea of Black hitting Tommaso Ciampa with the first Black Mass. Ciampa just falling into Black, and Black just like catches him. Yes, and like pushes yeah. him back up. Yes, exactly right, <laughs> exactly right. He he takes the hit, but he's able to dodge the second one because mm-hmm. Alistair Black, instead of going for the pin, wants the vengeance instead. Fair. Fair enough. Blinded by vengeance. Blinded by anger, and Tommaso Ciampa ends up retaining because of it. Mm-hmm. That's that's the T, as it were. Um, as they as the kids say. But yeah, uh yeah, that's the idea. I want to keep One Nation strong. I'm building up a lot of ideas for the an eventual, you know, WrestleMania United States Championship match. I think there's some potentials within there. Uh, you know, I want to keep one. I like the idea of keeping one nation strong because I really enjoy the faction and I uh, got lots of plans for them. Lots of plans. So we got to make sure to keep those plans intact. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I got plans for the other sides of those people, Alistair Black, Murphy and Ricochet as well. So we'll see where we all head there. Um, but let's move into the next match, which is the ambulance match and edge versus Randy Orton Royal rumble opportunity on the line. Winner faces Keith Lee for the WWE championship at WrestleMania. Uh, Mikey lots and back and forth action. Uh, lots of, uh, mid match promos on each other. Uh, you know, this is, you know, this is edge looking at his hands sort of match. Um, mm-hmm. very over, over dramatic here. Uh, but the overdramatic is plays into the characters and plays into what they're doing and t- about the themes about what we're talking about. Um, that he needs help and who needs help and all these other things, trying to do things for your friends or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. But it is going to be Edge that puts Randy Orton into the ambulance, closes the door, and the ambulance goes off of Randy Orton inside. Edge is the winner. I love it. I love it. Edge getting the win here, retaining his... his uh his rumble win. Mm-hmm. 
his his op- retaining his opportunity at a chance at the WWE title at WrestleMania. So now it's officially going to be Keith Lee versus Edge. Very exciting. Speaking of that, after the match, Keith Lee comes out and Edge and Lee stared each other down with Edge pointing to the WrestleMania sign and Lee lifting the WWE Championship. I love it. Yeah, this there this is it, folks. We're getting to it. We're, we're like you said, putting the pedal to the metal. The gas is going up. We're going to be heading straight to WrestleMania and start really building up Keith Lee versus Edge because now that the Edge Randy Orton story is over for the at least for the time being, we can focus on Keith Lee and focus on the story that I've been building to for months. So very excited to get that going. All right, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm stoked. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, but that is it for the Raw side, Mikey. You have one more match, the main event. Talk about it. Let's get into it, baby. The main event, we have Sami Zayn taking on Karrion Cross for the Universal Championship. Oh, this has been this has been a match that's been building since after Elimination Chamber again. Yes. Uh, since Sami Zayn took out The Fiend and Karrion Cross took out Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, Carrying Cross after that wanted to challenge Sami Zayn because they both took out uh, a big scary monster in their own right. Uh, so, so Carrying Cross saw Sami Zayn as a worthy challenge, put the challenge out to Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn on his quest to become the greatest Universal Champion of all time mm-hmm. accepted this fight. And uh, you know these two have been at each other's throats and just giving each other stare downs. No, ne- neither seems scared of the other. They're both. They both seem to be very fired up for this one. You know. Yeah. No, yeah, there's there's a weird level of confidence from both sides, mm-hmm. um, which makes me excited, makes me tingly. Yes. Um, yes. But honestly, I have no idea who's going to win. I, from a fan perspective, Mikey, I would put my money on carrying Cross maybe here, but Sami Zayn's been doing well. Uh, I carrying Cross is undefeated. <laughs> like I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I'm very interested uh, about your result here. Mm-hmm. In this one. Oh boy. In this main event match. Oh no. The result is going to be is going to be <laughs> Sami Zayn retaining his title yeah. against Karrion Cross. Hating Karrion Cross's first loss here on the main roster. Uh and retaining his universal championship. He hits Karrion Cross with not one, not two, but three Haluva kicks to end it. Wow. There we go. Uh, and after the match, someone comes out to congratulate Sami Zayn, oh, an old an, an old friend, Bray Wyatt, Kevin oh. Owens. <laughs> Who could have guessed it? Kevin Owens comes out to congratulate Sami Zayn. Uh, he holds him up on his shoulders, you know, like like he's bouncing him around. He's like, "Look, you did it, yeah," you know. Uh, and the two walk out together, and nothing goes wrong. They just are celebrating like they're like 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 they like they have like that like they used to be friends. They're just celebrating, having a good time. Owens is very happy for Sami Zayn, and that's it. Very interesting. You no, know? no, no, no dark heel turn here. No, no, like yeah, you did it. That throws him into the stairs or something. You know, you know who <laughs> power bombs him on the power bombs him on the apron. <laughs> who could have seen this coming? Probably everybody if they know. Who you Probably are? Probably everybody if they know me. Yeah, if they know you. <laughs> if they've been listening to this show for any period of time. <laughs> Sami Zayn, Universal Champion, WrestleMania match against Kevin Owens. Death taxes. Hey, I, I, I didn't say he turned. I said there was no turn. We don't know if there's going to be a match against Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens came out to congratulate his buddy Sami Zayn. 
I just hope this also leads to a triple threat: Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, the Fiend against Karrion Cross. <laughs> and let's let's throw in let's throw in one more person. That's right, Elias. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell but yeah, yeah Sam, uh, like I said, Kevin Owens comes out to congratulate Sami Zayn, and the two like uh, leave together as friends. Interesting, sort of a face turn there for Kevin Owens, an eerie face turn, I would say. Yep, because he was a heel going in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely a face turn that I would say people are a little on edge about, considering Owens and Zayn's past. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, well, there we go, folks. That's Fastlane. Uh, a bunch of wins. We got some. We got. I think only one title change here, but we got a bunch of title change, a bunch of new stories to prep you in the WrestleMania. If you're a new viewer on Peacock, I hope you enjoyed this show. <laughs> um, but a bunch of new stuff happening, a bunch of new stories. Uh, mm-hmm. Dean is prepped and ready for the WrestleMania season. Yes. But that is not it for this show, Mikey. Like always, this is a pay-per-view, so we mm-hmm. have to uh, hurt ourselves. <laughs> yep, we have to hit the randomizer on each other, of course. We can't just we can't just end it. We can't just end a good pay-per-view where it, where where we want it. No. It must be randomized. Uh if you've listened to the show long term or if if you're new here at the very least, uh, then you know that we have a randomizer. It's a list of 40-plus options. We're basically uh, we're going to roll the randomizer to, uh, to see what sort of change is happening. You know, this is a fantasy booking, but we like to make it realistic. You know, so we can't we – ha- injuries obviously happen. Uh, things, plans change, as it were. Um, so we got to make sure that those things happen to keep things interesting um, and, and, and relevant, I guess, for us, Mikey. So let's get to it. The randomizers are calling. It's a pay-per-view, so we're going to hit it on each other. Yep. So let's get to it. I'm already rolling the goddamn bish. And we're Me gonna as well. Get to this. I'm rolling on you. You're rolling on me. I think I've prepped this enough for the viewers and listeners at home. Uh, and I already have my option for you. Okay. I have mine for you as well. Okay. Uh, I'll go first because it's, it's pretty minor. And by that, I mean a minor injury. Oh uh, no! A minor injury will affect one of your wrestlers. Roll a D, whatever to see what wrestler gets hurt. The D four minus one to see how many weeks they're out. Not going to affect WrestleMania in any capacity, Mikey. Uh, but it's going to affect maybe a possible build or something. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. um, at the most, that was that's that's three weeks that mostly they can be out. That's yes. one, two, three. Actually, no, that could affect WrestleMania. That oh, no. they would they would return night two of WrestleMania. <gasps> Gasp. At 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 maximum. This, this could be bad. At maximum D forage. Um they can return night of. Uh, okay. So how many wrestlers on your side of the card wrestle tonight? Tonight, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thir- uh, thirteen, fourteen. Fourteen wrestlers? Mm-hmm. Okay, rolling a D fourteen now. That wrestler is going to be number eight. Uh oh. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight is Dave Mastiff. Dave Mastiff. Dave Mastiff rolled a three. Three minus one is a two. Dave Mastiff is injured for two weeks. One, two, he returns. Uh what is this? Uh Dave Mastiff returns. That's not that's not great. That's not great. Dave Mastiff returns April 4th, um, the week before 
WrestleMania. Is that the go-home show? Yep, you basically only have him for the go-home show, and obviously, of course, night one, night two, WrestleMania. Well, at least at least this feud has been building for a while already. Yes. So it won't be like a shotgun build. It no. Can still, I can still make it work. No, no, no. You can have, have, have some sort of triumphant return. You can have yeah. him just do promos or something. Uh, well, if we're talking WrestleMania implications, Ryan, I have your randomizer role. Oh, Jesus Christ. You have a wellness policy violation. <laughs> oh, no. People, don't do drugs. Oh, no. What is a wellness policy violation, Mikey? A wellness policy violation is uh, roll a D whatever to see what wrestler gets suspended. For 30 days. We are not keeping yes. track. Uh, we should be keeping track of, I, but we should, I don't know. How and many. I think, I think, I think we, I think we flip a coin to see if it's before or after this show. Yes. But I'm saying we should, we should have kept track long-term of how many people have wellness, wellness policy violations and how many. They yeah. Had. Cause it would double up to 60. If it was a, it was a repeat offender. Yeah. Um, okay. So I got to, so, but then this affects my entire roster. So I could be fine, mm-hmm. but let's see. I got 19 men, male wrestlers. That's 19 plus 14, 19, 14. Shout out Finn Balor. Um, 19, let's do 19 plus 14. That's 33, two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, uh, 13, 15. So my entire roster is of 48 people on my roster here. All right, so I'll be rolling a D48 on you. I am terrified this could go... This could go horribly bad or okay. <laughs> All right, my D48 has rolled a 40. Okay, this will be fine. I'm just going to go back because that sounds like it would be my tag team division. Okay. So 48 is Rude, 47 is Ziggler, uh, 46, 45, 44 is Bobby Lashley, 43 it's, is Tazawa, 41 is Apollo Crews, 40 is Oni Lorkin. Oh, you got out. You you scraped by. I scraped by. Right above that, of course, is Heavy Machinery. Uh, so scraped by here. I Danny Birch has returned, but I hadn't used them yet. I had maybe just plans missed for, Apollo Crews there. I I had plans for maybe post WrestleMania to have Birch and Lorkin return, because uh, Lorkin uh is back from an, that that arm shoot arm or work arm injury from One Nation. Birch is back from an actual shoot injury. Uh, but I just haven't used them yet. Now we're gonna see only Lorkin lose again. That's what thirty days. Um, so 30 days from today, which is March 21st, uh, March 21st, 2021, 32121 is April 20th. Oh no, missing WrestleMania is only working. Yes, he is. April 20th is a Tuesday. He's going to miss a Monday Night Raw as well. Um, oh Jesus Christ! How did I get out? How do I get out of this? I screwed up my map. I screwed up my calendar. Oh, I gotta look at the month, and then April twentieth, and then that is Tuesday. That's Oni Lorkin returns. Oni Lorkin returns not the Monday after WrestleMania, not the second Monday after WrestleMania, but the third Monday. All right. Well, me me and Ryan both tried to take 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 out each take out each other here. Uh, with wellness policy violations and minor injuries. 
Mine got very close to being so bad. Yours, yours is workable. Yours is workable. I mine was mine was very close to bad. Very, very mm-hmm. close to bad. Yours was almost Apollo Cruz. <laughs> yeah, mine was almost Apollo Cruz, which would have been really bad. Um, yours is bad. It's not. It's not great, but it's definitely not awful. It's workable. You get to have Mastiff for that that go home show, so you can mm-hmm. use you can do something with this story. Still have the match at WrestleMania, but it's just sort of like oh boy. Um. Yeah, we're gonna have to have some big, some big, interesting thing happen on the go home show. Yeah, no, you 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 got that definitely in lock there. Uh, well, there we go, folks. That is, oh, excuse me, I got a little burpee there. There we go, <laughs> folks. That is fast lane. Uh, on hit the books on the Countout Network. Thank you everybody for listening to the show. Of course, subscribe on wherever you can go listen to podcasts: Apple Podcasts app, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Of course. Uh, subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcast app, five stars or more we would greatly appreciate it, you can also follow us on Twitter at CountOutPod, check out all of our back history of hit the books on CountOutPod.com by going into the podcast section uh, and it, you'll see a thing that says uh, hit the books archive so that is where you can get all that Mikey, mm-hmm. uh, anything to plug? Yeah, go check out Independent Waters every Wednesday here on the Countout Network where me and Zach Batista take you to the independent wrestling scene uh, and just review some matches. You know, we've we've been looking for suggestions recently, so if you have any suggestions, go hit us up on our Twitter at Cannot Pod, and let us know what matches we should watch for Indie Waters. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I would like to plug G One and Only. There was a new episode last week, uh, so definitely go check that out. Um, it was all about Blue Wolf. Yeah, that's right, Blue Wolf. You know who he is? Not many people do. Uh, <laughs> we're prepping up for next week's episode as well. So go check all that out, folks. Uh, again, thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books of the Pay-Per-View Special Fast Lane. And on that note, Mikey, we've got two words for you. Book it. This has been a Countout Podcast.